0: The typical response is, Oh my God. If traveling down the highway, a driver rounds the bend and sees a horrific accident taking place, the typical response is, Oh my God. A terrible tragedy such as an earthquake, a hurricane, a tsunami, etc. strikes the earth and many people's thoughts, at least for a short time, turn to God and the condition of their souls, especially if they are personally participating. Romans twelve three states that every man has been dealt a measure of faith. Jesus speaks of faith and compares it to a grain of mustard seed in Matthew chapter seventeen verse twenty, and Jesus said unto them because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, if ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. And concerning the mustard seed, he compares it to the kingdom of God in Mark chapter four, thirty through 32 And he said, Whereunto shall we liken the kingdom of God? Or with what comparison shall we compare it? It is like a grain of mustard seed, which when it is sown in the earth is less than all the seeds that be in the earth. But when it is sown, it groweth up, and becometh greater than all herbs, and shooteth out great branches, so that the fowls of the air may lodge under the shadow of it. Luke 17:6. And the Lord said, If ye had faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye might say unto the sycamine tree, Be thou plucked up by the root, and be thou planted in the sea, and it should obey you. We've all been dealt a portion of faith, but it's how we regard and the attention we give it that makes the difference. If we plant that seed in a good and honest heart, if we dig around it and water it and remove all the encroaching weeds and pests, that mustard seed will grow into a huge tree, bearing much fruit and supplying support for all those who seek faith's comforts. An old man was walking down the road with two large dogs, each on their respective leashes, one black and one white. A passerby asked the old man, which one would win in a fight? He responded, the one I sick him the most. Have you believed upon the Lord Jesus Christ? Have you been born again? Are you ready to plant that mustard seed of faith and watch it grow? Would you like today to be the best day of your life and tomorrow to be better? If you have answered yes, today is your day of salvation. Today is your day to enter into the miracle that is greater than the creation of the universe itself. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said Hebrews chapter 1 verses 1 and 2, God who at sundry times and in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds. God said 2 Peter chapter 1, 21 and 22, knowing this first, that no prophecy of the Scripture is of any private interpretation, for the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. God said Second Timothy chapter three, sixteen and seventeen. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Man said, The Bible is not made up of inerrant words authored by God, but is an archaic, outdated book written by mere men and laden with old hand-me-down tales. Now the record. This is God Said, Man Said, Feature Article 549. These articles prove the veracity of the Holy Bible and certify, certify that the God of the Bible is the God of all. These features are archived on this website in text and streaming audio for the edification of the saints, and to incorporate as ammunition in the colossal battle for the souls of men. Thank you for coming. We look forward to your visits. May the face of our God shine upon you with light and truth. If the scriptures are spoken, the scriptures are challenged, and this has been the case as far as man is concerned since the beginning. When the history of mankind began in the Garden of Eden, Satan stood to challenge the Word of God. Unfortunately for us, our mother and father chose Satan's lead. For over 6,000 years, Satan has paraded before the sons of men his brightest and most eloquent carnal minds to challenge the accuracy and supernatural source of the Bible, but in every instance they have failed." No discovery of truth of any kind has ever controverted Holy Writ, and that situation will not change tomorrow. Note, Satan didn't challenge the existence of God. He challenged the correctness of his word. Satan added one word, half, and a question mark to bring about the sorry state of the world today. Remove Satan's added word and question mark and the deadly passage that reads, Yea, hath God said ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Would then read, Yea, God said ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. Genesis chapter 3 verse 1. Satan did not challenge the existence of God. He challenged the correctness of his word. To succeed, the father of deception must cast doubt in the hearts of men. He knows that when there is doubt, the mountain won't move, your Christianity won't work. Mark 11.23, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. The sowers of doubt have taken attack positions on every side. Many times they begin the challenge by uh, challenging the authorship of the word of God and assigning it to mere men when the Bible declares it was authored by God and recorded by holy men. World forbid that there exists the book of solutions authored by the first voice, God's voice. The first five books of the Bible, known as the Pentateuch, or by Jewish canons as the Torah, were authored by God and written by Moses. Moses did not record hand-me-down accounts of creation, the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve in the fall, or hand-me-down accounts of Noah and the flood, of Joseph and the coat of many colors, etc. He recorded the first-hand eyewitness account of the Creator Himself. It should be no surprise the satan began his attack in genesis 1:1 in 1983 a book was written by pastor robert boyd which i believe is out of print but is available in the library of congress catalog card number 82083782 the following excerpt concerns the book of genesis Since it is difficult for them to disprove what they don't believe, a good example of their subtle attack is to say that the accepted writers of the Bible did not write the portions attributed to them, and they have concluded that the first book of the Bible, Genesis, is the work of more than one author, basing their conclusion on what they said were many repetitious statements as well as certain contradictions in the text." One contradiction, and I put that in quotes, cited is found in what they say are two different accounts of creation in chapters 1 and 2. One inconsistency they cite is the use of two different words for supreme deity, Yahweh and Elohim. From these names, these scholars called two of the authors of Genesis J and E, and also attributed remaining sections of this book to a priestly writer designated P., The theory of multiple authorship is widely taught in liberal seminaries and has been labeled the documentary hypothesis. A bit of scientific news came to light in 1982. A team of researchers in Israel's Institute of Technology has concluded, after feeding the over 20,000-word book of Genesis into a computer for analysis, that there were not several authors but a single author. The team said it found the J&E narratives difficult to distinguish linguistically. They found no evidence that there were separate authors. It was also found that the two separate accounts of creation, Genesis 1 and 2, were linguistically identical. Interesting, isn't it, to find that in our computer scientific age that such a device goes along with the fundamentalists and their belief that Genesis has but one author, whom we believe was none other than Moses, who was inspired by the Holy Ghost." End of quote. The Scriptures declare that God's Word is true and righteous altogether, a place to build a life. The challengers will continue to challenge, and they will continue to fail over and over and over again. God said, Hebrews chapter 1, 1 through 2, God, who at sundry times and in divers manners, spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds. God said Second Peter chapter one twenty and twenty one, knowing this first that no prophecy of the Scripture is of any private interpretation, for the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake, as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. God said Second Timothy three, sixteen and seventeen, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Man said, The Bible is not made up of inerrant words authored by God, but is an archaic, outdated book written by mere men and laden with old hand-me-down tales. Now you have the record.